Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Champagne Wives podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. Hey, Kels. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You know. It's a Monday. Monday. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> To say that exactly. Um, so, how was your weekend? It was good. I did a about a forty-eight hour trip into Miami and um, just chilled. My husband had some business there, so I just chilled, relaxed mm-hmm. at the hotel, got a massage, a facial, just mm-hmm. all the things to like help me just relax and mm-hmm. like get my life together. So it was good. Very fun. It was good. Yeah. It was. It was. It was the first time that like I, I've been to Miami, but not like in Miami. You know, how, what I mean? and how was that? Because I don't know this like other side of Miami. That yeah, people talk about that is like why people actually really love Miami versus yeah. Ocean Drive. How was it? It was good. So we we're at the Ritz and Corrugate Coral Gables. So. Mm-hmm. Far enough away from South Beach, mm-hmm. so it was good. I um, I don't know. I feel evolved. I feel like a real adult now mm-hmm. because <laughs> I mean there was a lot going on in Miami this weekend. I was rolling loud and like a lot of people were in town. We did do dinner on South Beach because I love to go to Prime One Twelve when I'm in Miami. So we did that. But other than that, I didn't really like. I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. Right. Yep. Like nothing at all. So I, I now remember you asked me that question last season. Like when did you feel grown? Mm-hmm. I feel grown <laughs> because you I were finally feel grown. Caught up in all the ocean. Because drive I was not there. like I need to go to South Beach. Mm-hmm. I need to be on Ocean Drive. I need to be in the mix. I need to be at one of these parties. I need mm-hmm. to be at Live. I need to be here. But, uh, no, like good. I'm so good. And this it was evolution. It, this this evolution. But it was hot as hell too. Like Yeah, it's hot everywhere. It is. I just it's yeah. hot everywhere. It was hot here this weekend too. Yeah. Like balls to the wall hot. Like I'm waiting for a break. Like I don't know. This feels like end of days. Oh. As hot as it has been consecutively since June. It's hot. That's a bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically. Okay. Not literal. Not in real life, please. <laughs> Not <laughs> We got things to do, child, Lord. Right. We got okay. things to do. But yeah. Cool Miami. Good times. Yeah, Miami. How was your weekend? Good. Low key. Low key. Uh, got bit by a bug, jumped on my back and took out my braids. Mm-hmm. And uh, got my hair done. Low key, low key weekend. It was perfect. Yeah, those are the best. Mm-hmm. I feel like mine was low key, even though I was like not in the city. I was, I, it was still very low key. And then when it was time to come yeah. back, I was just like, I'm ready to go come yeah. back and like sleep in my bed. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything on my calendar this morning, so I was able to sleep in. That was you were really productive funny. at work, I'm sure. <laughs> but when I got up, I got up. <laughs> Yes. Like, I don't think I showered until, like, 3 o'clock. Oh. Yeah, I was in my robe all day. Oh. I was. Yes. It was it was work from bed day. Okay. After I woke up. Remind me to talk about that comment about the 3 p.m. shower on the ride home. Oh. Remind me to talk about that. <laughs> okay, I will. Because it goes back to a text that I sent you about something I was listening to, and I was like, gross. What? <laughs> Remember? Okay. No. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll try okay. to remember after the episode. Yes, please do. Okay. So Miami had a chill weekend, but did the adult version of Miami. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Which um, actually is a nice little segue to what we wanted to talk about today. Um, the reinvention of self. And are you too old to reinvent yourself? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because... A lot of people might think that they are who they are and they have to live the story. But the reality is, is that 
more and more people, especially in this day and age, especially after the pandemic, right, after we had to take stock and inventory in a lot of things that were going on in the world and within our own lives and understand what our measurement of happiness was, decided, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, this person who I was and who I feel like I want to be are two very different people. And how do I close that gap? So let's talk a little bit about the reinvention of self. Yeah. I think I think the the pandemic really helped people to mm-hmm. get to that point where they were like, well, you know what? If now is not the time, after we were done, mm-hmm. like like in the middle and like afterwards, like if now is not the time mm-hmm. to like do what you want to do and go for it, then then when? when? Because I think people realize like in an instant, like it could just, everything could just be over like that. And yeah. I know when we were in the pandemic, a lot of people were talking about like, don't just sleep your way through this pandemic, mm-hmm. like gain a skill Take a class, yeah. start reading more, um, you know, find a mentor. So there were so many people, I think, during that time that were kind of working on things that they didn't have time for right. before the pandemic, um, which is really a cool thing. I am in that group of people. I was like, did you, I was in that group of people. You do? Oh, my God. I, like, started working in real estate. Mm-hmm. I started, you know, we started this right after. Mm-hmm. Like, I started to... I think trying to kind of changing my persona, I feel like a bit in in like during uh, the co- co- the um, the pandemic and then yeah. like after afterwards because I started working for you know you guys know I'm a licensed real estate agent here in Texas. I am just licensed. That's it. I am not like an active practicing real estate uh, agent. Let's not undersell our capabilities and skills here. Because you not capabilities, units. child. You moved I units. moved units. You moved yes, units. Yes, but that just, that's just not something that I focus. That's not right. my career. Mm-hmm. Like you guys know, full time, I'm an HR professional. Mm-hmm. I got my real estate license in 2000. I want to say like 15 or 16, just because it was something that I was interested <laughs> in and wanted to see if like mm-hmm. I could like go to school, pass the test, and I did. So um, didn't really do anything with that until the pandemic when I got on with a um, a luxury brokerage. And then from there, that really sparked my interest in like luxury real estate um, and helping buyers and sellers in the luxury real estate market. And then working with like women, the women who own these brokerages oh, cool. were so powerful. I mean, just completely opened my eyes to like... Mm. Just, I'm not going to say woman bosses because, I mean, I, I always knew right. that it was existed. But to see somebody right. who you watch from afar on social media who's like a hustler who goes out and gets it, mm. and then having that person be your mentor is just different. Yeah. And so being in that environment really sparked something in me. Um, and that was kind of the start of it for me. So, I mean, and then so many other businesses have kind of spurred from that, yes, right. <laughs> from that, you know, real estate thing. And I always say, like, I may not work as a real estate agent, but I don't regret getting my real estate license because I have done deals. Yeah. I've done, I made money mm-hmm. as a real estate agent and I will continue to do so because we buy investment properties. Mm-hmm. I help out there. I help out family. I help out friends. So yeah. it's always an opportunity for me to you know, get resources from being a real estate agent. But I got so much more from that. Like, that wasn't where it was supposed to stop for me. Right. You know, it wasn't just supposed to be a luxury real estate agent or a broker. Like, I think it was used to just kind of spark something else in me from an entrepreneurial spirit 
um, that mm-hmm. has kind of led me to where I am today. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say even like the bug that bit you ended up crossing the street and bit me. <laughs> <laughs> and bit me, right? Because now here we are um, right. doing this and um, this con- as this continues to pop off, we're just talking about other ways that we can grow the brand, grow the business um, and, and ventures from that. So um, yeah, no, the pandemic for me was, it it started off laissez-faire. I mean, I, I was the one they were talking to when they said, don't sleep your way <laughs> I was, I was sleeping and drinking and hanging out poolside. I was taking edibles through the whole pandemic. God damn! TMI. Sorry, I just had a flashback. I was taking CBD to calm my nerves. Right, but yes, I was consuming CBD edibles just to make it through because I thought it was end of days then. (laughs) Um, But. Uh, it was obviously, as you know, we've told the story many a times through this friendship and then um, a year and a half into the friendship through the the text, we should start a podcast that um, that I would say my reinvention probably started. Yes. Um, and it was reinvention from a, yes, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, because from that, then I, from the podcast, then, you know, I got bit by this whole, I want to plan parties bug. And then from planning parties, it was like, oh, I actually don't want to plan parties and I want to turn spaces into, you know, places into spaces that yeah. people love um, through interior decor. So the entrepreneurial spirit made its way through me as well. Um but in addition to the entrepreneurial stuff, there was a lot of stock that I took in just my relationship with self and obviously, you know, my my interpersonal relationship. And like everybody, I, during the pandemic, was like, and we talked about this last season, like, is am I doing the things that bring me joy? Am I doing the things that spark excitement in me? Am I doing the things that um, my kids are going to be proud of? Um, and am I leaving a legacy for my kids? Um, And the answers were yes and no to some of those questions. Um, And I think at the end of the day, where I landed was before the the business started and probably halfway through the first or second season of the podcast, I realized there's more no's than there yeses to those questions. And I wanted to be I wanted to be more aligned to how I saw myself versus who I was. Yeah. And so that's what this journey on the other side of the pandemic, post-pandemic, has been for me. And we have, when I say we, me, have gained friends along the way, some friends we've lost contact with um, along the way. But that's what, in kind of the research of all this, they say is kind of a byproduct of this reinvention process. And I think you get to the place of reinvention one of two ways. Either you're inspired to reinvent yourself or you've reached a point of like just to the point where you're just at a point where you're fed up. Mm -hmm. You're just like something's got to give. Yeah. Because if if, if I don't, then I don't know what could happen. Yeah. Um, And for me, I'm thankful that it was a combination of both. Right. It was a combination of being inspired, um, you know, I'd say greatly in part by by our friendship, our dynamic, um, but then also realizing, hey, like I I want more. I want my kids to see more um, from me. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think the hardest part about, you know, reinventing yourself 
mm-hmm. is you said it like you you're gonna lose some people you're gonna gain some people you're gonna lose some people along the way it's you know what other people feel or have to say about your yeah. reinvention I think that's the scariest piece mm-hmm. of it right because people know you yep and expect you to show up in a certain way yes and then when you start to to show up as your you know, you're stepping into your purpose and being the person that you truly just want to be who you are at heart and trying to do something different than those people who know you are like, who is this new person? What are you doing? And it kind of makes you feel like an imposter, mm-hmm. right? It's like, it's like <laughs> their issues are now then mm-hmm. catapulted onto you yeah. and you're internalizing it because they have take issue with the change because of whatever their feelings is is a, a them issue right not a your issue or they're holding so, you to a version of yourself that you just no longer are and correct. not necessarily recognizing the growth and evolution that happens because in life and and that's that's their problem right yeah. that could be for many reasons why mm-hmm. they want to hold you to mm-hmm. that right yeah. because you know out of their own fear mm-hmm. out of their own insecurity mm-hmm. but i feel like people right. who do try to pigeonhole you um it's it's it sometimes I know for me, it can make you seem like as like you're being an imposter, mm-hmm. like this is not who you truly are. Like this person really knows me. Like mm-hmm. do you know, do they do they buy it or right. am I just in over my head? Mm-hmm. You know, but I've come to realize you can't worry about that. Like, and that's one of the biggest so true. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, that's one of the biggest reasons I feel like people don't go on to do the things that they truly want to do or be who they really want to be because they're worried about everyone else's opinions of them. And I say, you know, for me, this process has been about taking risks and just not caring what other Mm -hmm. people has, you know, other people say or think about me because I am a person who, you know, heavily, like, relied on other people's opinions Mm -hmm. or thoughts um, on me were or about me were and... I've just had to release that in mm. a way in which I was able to release that is to truly do the work on myself internally, right? And so once I decided, you know, that I liked myself as a person and that I could trust my decision making and, you know, I could do become, be whoever I wanted right. to be, it made it a lot easier for me to say, you know what, well, fuck what people think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I want to do regardless. It's my life. I got to yep. live it for, you know, to the to the best of my ability and mm-hmm. the way in which I want to live it. And so this whole new journey for me is completely, I mean, girl, no matter <laughs> who would have thought. Like, Ooh. this is completely, Ooh. this is completely makeup. <sighs> like, never. Sitting in never. front of a microphone every Sitting week. Sitting in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. These lights, this mm-hmm. camera, and the action. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so like, no, who would have thought this? Nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but here I am. God did. God did. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, just happy to be on this journey. So yeah. I would just say, like, screw what people have to say. Like, yeah. don't worry about, like, what how, other feel, how others feel about you mm-hmm. or how what they feel about your journey, where you should be, who you should be. Like, yeah. reinvention is not for other people. It's for yourself. Absolutely. And... Let's spend a little bit more time just on the imposter part, right? Because I think and and receiving the the opinions of others or internalizing what, you know, at times the opinions of others when it comes to this journey, because I think that's the one thing that just derails people the most, um, because depending on how loud those voices are and maybe how 
Um, important how you trust them how much right how much value those voices have in your life and those people have in your life and then coupled with how unsure of your own voice you are right um that can just keep you where you are and and the phrase that keeps coming to mind is crabs in a bucket and it's not necessarily crabs in a bucket because I think there's such a negative connotation there, but it will keep you, it'll keep you in a place that might not align to where you see yourself. Right. So it is so important to trust that voice, like you said. Um, But then in some cases, depending on how loud those voices are and how committed you are to this journey of reinvention, establishing boundaries, Mm -hmm. establishing boundaries. And sometimes it's with people, sometimes it's with your time, sometimes it's with um, the places that you choose to go, but establishing yeah. boundaries, I think, is really important to make sure that um, you're able to align at every opportunity to who that person is. Because it goes back to the conversation that we had last season about manifestation and visualization. Right. And seeing yourself and putting yourself in the places and spaces right. to allow those um, those manifestations to become reality. And part of this whole process of reinventing yourself is being that person, right? And and going to those places that that person that you envision yourself being going to. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of intersectionality between yeah. between the the manifestation and reinvention processes. I would say. Yeah, and it, it, envisioning yourself in in doing the things. And being that person is a part mm-hmm. of kind of reinvention. And again, mm-hmm. I know it's difficult. And I'll just speak from, you know, just personal, you know, like it is. It's a fine line, right? Because, again, you want to go on and you want to do different things, but then you get this self-doubt. Yeah. And, you know, it may be cast on you by someone else's fear or it may be your own. I know yeah. for me approaching 40 mm-hmm. was another like big factor mm-hmm. in just like okay re- factor in reinvention and we talk about this all the time yeah. I'm like god like sometimes you think that like okay well now it's too late mm-hmm. because of your age where you are yeah. all the things that you've accomplished up until that point but i would just recommend not to get hung up on that because people have reached their pinnacle in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s. And so as long as you have dreams, as long as you have goals and desires, I would say it's never too late to explore those because um, I know it's easy to get caught up to say, God, you know, I worked so hard. I've gone to college. I've gone to graduate school. I've built this whole career. I mean, literally started from the bottom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, it's like, do I really want to step away from what I've known for the last 40 years, corporate America, Mm -hmm. like security, (laughs) straight lace. Right. But as I'm in Miami with my husband and we're talking about business, and I think it also helps having like-minded people around you. You know, my husband is an entrepreneur and I'm an entrepreneur at Spirit, spirit, but he's a risk taker. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Mm -hmm. And... You know, it's just good having that perspective so that we can bounce ideas off of each other and encourage it, give that encouragement that we need um, as we kind of, ex- well, for me particularly, as I kind of explore, um, you know, the unknown and doing things that really I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it it is. And, and, and I think people get caught up on that a lot. And you're just like, okay, I've done this for so long. I'm at this age. Right. Why would I want to start over now? Right. Why would I want But could you imagine just living your whole entire life 
whole life mm. and having regrets. Absolutely not. And you know what I mean? That's like, why having, I am like, where I am today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you, I think, you know, and I'm not saying it's easy again, but, right. you know, at least try. Yeah. You know, at least mm-hmm. try to do something different. Try to accomplish your goals. Yeah. Try to make your wildest dream come true. Wildest. Wildest dreams come true. Yeah. I mean, we have the wildest fucking dreams. Just wait, y'all. Just, we have the wildest <laughs> dreams. And right. it's just like, you know, even sometimes now between you and I, we have these conversations and we're like, girl, mm-hmm. like, here we are. Mm-hmm. I'm this age. I have, I have this on me. I have that on me. But, you know, your dreams have to be bigger than your fears. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? thousand percent. And one of the mantras that I've been um, embracing, and I've shared this with you, is I'm choosing to walk in faith, not fear. Yes. And um, I think that that holds true for whether you are going through a separation or divorce, whether you are looking to start a new business, whether you are um, looking to just do and or start or stop anything. Um, and... I have been doing HR a long time. What scares the shit out of me is only being known as being an HR professional. Can you imagine at my eulogy, someone saying, Nicole, she was a fantastic HR professional. I need you to say more than that. Right. Right. So. You should read off my account. Right. Right. Run them. She run them. He's like the credits in a movie. Yes. So I I just, I don't. I'd rather be known for choosing to be brave and walking in faith than to have lived and played it safe. Yeah. And that is what what reinvent that that is a, a big part of this reinvention mm-hmm. for me. Like y'all, I am in the midst of it. Like this is a well chronicled reinvention <laughs> this right. entire podcast. Um and so I mm-hmm. I it really is. And so I don't I don't have a single regret. I don't because my kids see the best version of me. Yeah. I like me now more than I liked me years ago. And um, I'm doing more. I am learning more. Yeah. I am growing more. I am growing in faith. I'm growing in friendship. I'm growing in family. I'm growing in all the things. Um, and it's it's a great place to be. And the people that love you mm-hmm. and the people that just love you for who you are and not for what you do or and or give them or provide for them are going to be there along for, for the ride. They're yeah. going to be along there for the ride. Um, the process of reinvention, I think, is a really good way to kind of weed out who's for you and who's not for you. That's true. Right? That's true. And it may be some people that are very close to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, too. Like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. be mindful of that and cognizant of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it may be the people that are closest to you that you've had the closest relationships with yeah. forever. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a biblical verse that I just won't be able to quote right, right. now that um, speaks to that. <laughs> because I Don't look over here, child. I'm, I'm looking know. at you, scripture. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't have one. I don't have one. It's not coming to me. If one pops in, I'll but blurt I'm it out. But I'm sure there is one that, you know, speaks to in order to grow, in order to move, in order to walk in faith, you have to let go of certain things or you might lose certain things people. and or people mm-hmm. along the way. And, um, you know, that's all a part of the journey. The one yeah. thing that's constant is change, change in this and life. And failure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another big part of reinvention yes. too, that people that keep people kind mm-hmm. of fearful of taking yeah. the 
taking the taking the leap. And I mean, you've mentioned it. You've gone from this business to that business mm-hmm. to this business. Same here. Like I said, I've gone to real estate to champagne car to this to that. Mm-hmm. Like just so many things. And nothing is wrong with that. Nothing is, is wrong with oh, yeah. trying something and and having it not work out mm-hmm. and then move on to something else. Yeah. And I think, you know, people are so f- afraid of failing mm-hmm. and failure. Um, and and it and it kind of um, bonds them to not even trying, but we've tried it all. We will try, you know, and, and, and it hasn't always been this way, mm-hmm. but I feel like now in, in the spirit of reinventing yep. ourselves in this new phase that we're in, mm-hmm. we will try a multitude of things. And if it doesn't work, it's just on to the next thing. What's the lesson that we learned from it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the, le- exactly. Definitely the lesson that we learned from it. And I also say too, that I don't, I don't chase things. Like I just allow things to happen. If it's for me, I'm a believer. If, if it's for me, it will be for me. It won't miss you. And it, it won't miss me. And, you know, back in the day, like if I didn't get a job or if I was overlooked for a promotion or something of that nature, like it would be devastating to me because mm-hmm. I internalized it. I thought maybe it was something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. But now if I don't get an opportunity and something doesn't work out the way that I wanted it to or intended it to, I just say, you know what? It just wasn't meant mm-hmm. for me. There's something else in the pipeline or there was something that was going to happen in this particular opportunity mm-hmm. that wasn't the best case scenario for me right. and move on. Yeah. And I think that also helps because it doesn't get you caught on to mm-hmm. chasing behind some type of yep. destiny that that is not even that is not even yours. Right. It burns you out. Right. Yeah. The burnout. The burnout, yeah. The absolute burnout. And the peace that I have with that. The peace that I have with attracting mm-hmm. and not chasing is is so next level, mm-hmm. child. I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have no time for this. I'm not doing it. I'm just not. I cannot. Help. I cannot. Yeah. And I feel like the the chasing piece doesn't necessarily allow us to take a moment to just pause because there's a lot to be said in the wait. Um, a lot to be said in the wait and just allowing time to help aid in the decision-making process yeah. and allowing time to just kind of work the things out that need to be worked out. So, yeah, yeah like I, I fully subscribe to the what's for me won't miss me yeah. concept because it's true. It, and I mean, it's so true. We still work hard, you know, mm-hmm. we still work hard for the things that we want. Yeah. This, putting on this podcast, doing all the things that we do do is difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's extremely tough, but um I'm just not going to try to force an outcome um for something that is just mm-hmm. just there's just no way no mm-hmm. path forward for right. it. You know what I mean? Like right. um but I'll work hard. I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna, you know, do what I need to do, do what I have to do. But by working hard does not get the opportunity, whatever the case may be. There'll be a lot of things that we've been disappointed mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And we just say, you know what? Okay. We just keep going. Mm-hmm. And we're still working. You know, we're still putting our best foot forward. We're still doing the things that yeah. we need to do to keep this train rolling so that we can accomplish our goals. But when one thing doesn't work out, we're just on to the next one, y'all. Literally the only energy that we can have when it comes to the only energy. The only energy that we will accept. Because 
what else? I mean, we may take a day, 24 hours to 40, we to might. like clear our minds, mm-hmm. Joe. But mm-hmm. other than that, we back at it. Yeah. Like, What's next? Well, yeah, and failure is a part of it, as right. we talked about. Failure is a part of it. Not to say that we've sat here and failed, but like, you know, sometimes you you fall on your face and sometimes it's an ugly fall too. Um, and it. yeah, and focus less on the fall and more on the lesson. Yeah. Um, just really want to reiterate that because the reality is, is that um, the iPhone, which was like... A piece of technology that completely put the entire um, world on its head and was a complete game changer, a market disruptor, um, probably had a thousand iterations before it was released. So at the end of the day, try, 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 give it your all, be consistent. If you believe in it, stick with it. It'll all work out. Um, And don't allow others to hold you to a standard that you just don't think that you need to be held to. Period. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Simply put. So do it. Go to school. Go back to school. Start a new career. Quit Quit your job. job. <laughs> Even Why though we, we haven't quit our jobs, oh, right? We're not. We're not there just not yet, there yet, child. But <laughs> we ain't dumb, child. Like, okay. Don't cut off your nose to spite your face. That's the real. That's the real lesson. See, <laughs> we're, we're over here okay. like... We're, we're backpedaling. Okay, wait, look, here we go. <laughs> Quit your job if it makes sense. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Quit your job if, you make, if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Start that podcast. Write that book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Put that little bit of money aside and invest in a whatever. Exactly. Right? Start that group. But let me just tell you, from two Earth sides... <laughs> Don't throw the whole entire farm away. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater is what I'm going to say. <laughs> Don't do that. We had to run that back ourselves. <laughs> we were selling it a little too free. And that's that. That's not us. So let's just be <laughs> incredibly <laughs> authentic here. Stability <laughs> means a lot to us. Right. It does. Oh, we're not about to tell y'all nothing. Like I said, coming from two working women, Joe, <laughs> we still got these corporate America jobs, okay? And will. However. And will until but, it doesn't make sense for us to have it. But if it makes sense for you not to have one, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. Go for it, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's our talk on reinventing yourself. Yes. Um, and would say if there are folks that are listening um, that have gone through a reinvention or in the midst of a reinvention, once this episode drops, like, tell us about it a little bit in the comments. Drop us a message on Instagram if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, we want to hear about it because I don't think people are talking about that enough. Enough. Um, and Especially at our age, like yeah. women over 40 yeah. having a conversation about reinvention. Absolutely. You know? They're, they're not. And yeah. I know a lot of women feel probably <laughs> at this big age that, you know, I have kids, I have this, I have that, I have I'm that, stuck. Yeah. But, like, again, those things, so do we, <laughs> right? And those things um, shouldn't be limiting factors for you um, to to do that. And, you know, it's just a matter of they don't have to be as grand as some of our ideas, right? Yeah. But, you know, you find something that makes sense for you. Yeah. Um, that allows you to to tap into your talents, to your passions, um, and and spend more time in the spaces that bring you joy. Yeah, because trust us, like <clears throat> this is if you've just seen us two years ago, like two years ago, just two years ago, just a mere two. You're not the Kelly and Nicole that you see right. here today. So no, no, no. <laughs> we are speaking from hella experience. Yeah, for absolutely, sure. so. absolutely are. Okay, so you want to what's popping? 
Okay, so let's get into what's popping. Okay. Girl. I know. <laughs> I know. Miss <laughs> Carly. Miss Carly, 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 child. I cannot. First of all, again, I will say it. I said it last week. I always say it. <laughs> was there Y'all a baby? Y'all aren't too funny. <laughs> Y'all people on TikTok and Instagram are hilarious, mm-hmm. girl. I, I swear to God. <laughs> I can't even. At night, I'm just scrolling for hours. So anyway. <laughs> so apparently, now Carly came home. And the police are investigating her disappearance as being staged. Mm-hmm. There was actually a um, a freaking press conference. The police department yes. decided to put on a press conference, like yes. un- like non no unwarning, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Um, no like information, but just press conference today at five o'clock mm-hmm. Eastern. So <laughs> I'm after I get out of here, I'm gonna go listen to what they had to say. But apparently, it seems like it seems like this was all staged, mm-hmm. and Carly. Um, faked her disappearance mm-hmm. because she was going through a breakup with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I guess she wanted to, like, I was thinking of the meme, sorry. She she wanted to get her boyfriend's attention. Obviously, I think he was cheating on her with a stripper or whatever the case may be. So she wanted to go and fake her disappearance to kind of, like, get her boyfriend to show concern. But she did a host of, like, Google searches. And people don't think that, like, just because you're in the private search history, child, I don't mean it's really private. Like, (laughs) (laughs) some of, so let's give some examples of these, like, the search history. Well, I want to make sure people understand this. Just because you're in the private search, oh, the incognito, the incognito, (laughs) the private search of your iPhone does not mean the FBI cannot pull your search history. What it means is the FBI is looking there first. Exactly. That's that's where they're going first. They can pull what they need to get. But Mm -hmm. um, so she was searching for like how to pull money from a register without getting caught. Mm -hmm. She was searching the movie Taken. The movie Taken. Is she what else? Uh, Amber Alerts. She was searching how long does it take for an Amber Alert to expire or something. You are not 12, you're 25. (laughs) You a big 25 child. The Amber Alerts don't even happen. You might qualify for a silver alert, but definitely not an Amber Alert. Girl, I cannot. It's bad. Searching like Amber Alerts, like how much Amber Alerts cost and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So everything is pointing at. Um, this just being a hoax. And so just recently, she I guess she had a birthday. Mm. She spent her birthday in Atlanta. Okay. She's on the socials, mm. liking comments from people. While she's in captivity? No, like oh. now she's out. Okay. But oh. she's on like she's on Twitter. Oh, she's acting, she's 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 acting she's, she's acting her, regular. She's living her best life. She didn't even have did she change her handle? She no. She she didn't go on private. She didn't like delete her page. She didn't delete anything from her from her page. She thought active. she could just re-enter society as a normal like a normal person, child. But Anyway, so she's she's done that. The Crime Stoppers uh, money that they raised to I need uh, a redeposit. They're not doing that, mm-hmm. so they're not giving people their money back who who donated to the fund. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're they're not giving that money back. So there, people are saying that she took that money and they went to Atlanta for her birthday. I don't know. Mm. Um, and then her boyfriend. Who's also on Instagram? His followers like tripled in the last few days. So people are online. Society about, is like, disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> they, they be calling him a short king, girl. Like they would all. They were like, what? yes. So they were saying, like, you know, <laughs> you did all of this for your man, but now you just opened up your man to like 
a world of women who he may not have who who he may not have had access to right. had this whole case not gone national. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, this is a mess. And again, I don't know what what happened. Maybe by the time we this uh, we finish this recording, there'll be more information out I, there. But it just seems like this has just been all yeah a hoax. Um, she staged her disappearance, um, and you know. If so, I feel like she needs to be held accountable for that. I don't think that's mental health. I don't. I just really don't think that she has a mental health issue. I think that was well planned, calculated, and executed. I'll say this: um, there's a lot wrong. I understand that she has admitted that, like this was all oh, a ruse. <laughs> I understand that that is like breaking news. Oh, that she has admitted this and. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody who shall go nameless because he said he didn't want to be pulled into this. Um, <laughs> oh, it does. This is a mess. Uh, but it was during work. A mess. It was during work. And um, he said maybe, you know, she had some, She maybe she was digmatized. <laughs> I already know who said this. Maybe, maybe she was digmatized. And maybe she ran away because she was following the D. And I said, if the D's going to have you stage your own kidnapping. Kidnapping, child. It's either somebody took pictures of you with red hair naked. And, and, and like, we ain't doing somebody that. I got you leaving your phone and your wig on the side of the road, child. I don't want that <laughs> kind of D. It's the wig for me. I don't want that kind of D at all. All I'm going to say. Want, it, does it really get that serious? I don't know. And that's what, that's what I've been thinking about. I don't know. Throughout this. Because women are like. Okay, a man have had me doing some crazy things like faking pregnancies, doing crazy never. shit, I guess, slashing tires. But is it really that serious? I've never, never in never. my entire life Mm-mm. had anything like that that made me want to like lose my mind. What it will have me do is gain an entrepreneurial spirit to go and reinvent myself, but not to stage my own kidnapping. My no. No, no, no. None of that's happening. Okay, so that's not like a thing. No, no, no. She, there's a mental health issue here. Like, I really think there's a mental health issue. I, see, I think that's a fine line between calling people mentally ill and, like, people who are just fucking crazy. Like, it, what's the difference? The difference is, like, mental... Oh, wait, wait. There is a difference. Mental, there is a difference. There is a difference. But in this case, I guess it's degrees, yeah. Right. I, I guess it's There's levels to this shit. You have to have some type of mental incapacity to be able to do some shit like this. Well... I, I would be so scared. I would be scared. I, I would, would like, so my parents, scared. my... like Everything. I, where was she for the 48 hours? I just want to know. At the Red Roof Inn. Getting digmatized, child? No. What? Eating Cheez-Its. Watching TV, on scrolling note. on the internet, disgusting. In- Instagram, like his stories, like his stories. Well, they said that she she was private and made herself public after she disappeared. So her page went public like after she disappeared. I guess to see like if her boyfriend would be checking up on her. I don't know. It's just a mess. what but level? This is narcissism. This is what it is. This and is I guess some mental illness. Too. Yeah, it's, it's a level of a level of mental illness. Okay. I don't know. So well, I'm, I'm interested to see like how all of this is going to play out. But if she thinks that like she's not going to be held accountable for this, and this is just some joke, and it's going to tying go up away, all the resources, I think that she's sadly mistaken. Mm, yeah. Yes. And what this also really bothers me for is um, when other women who look like us go missing. Um, will they take it seriously? Yeah. Right. Well, they take it seriously. Or they so. may have to wait forty eight hours to to be able to like right. activate 
the, the force is. And we know that that's a window that's really important yeah. when you're doing this. So Somebody said, you know what? You don't play with two things when it comes down to the Caucasian persuasion. Mm-hmm. You don't play with children or mm-hmm. pets. <laughs> Walking on the side of the road, you know that activated all kind of like it did. all kind of forces. The police was there, stat. It did, it stat. did. And I know we are limited on time, but I'm gonna save this one for next week because I want to talk about I want to talk about Sukihana in London. Who Sukihana <gasps> in London? Oh, and just oh, how revolting God. she was. Like, and it's not even like in front of Buckingham Palace or anything like that, but we'll talk about it next week because we're limited on time. But I want to talk about this because I I need to just understand what level of consciousness do you have to have that level of verbal diarrhea when like you have not had a platform, period, and all of a sudden you get one. Like, is that how we how we grow the platform? Like I get being true to yourself and being authentic, but like that was revolting. So, I feel like she went out of her way to mm, be that vulgar. I, I think she yeah. went out of her way to to do that. It was like yeah. a stunt that she pulled. And yeah. I just think it was so disgusting. Yeah. Like, so disgusting. This comes right on the heels of when, like, the guy, I forgot his name, like, tried to kiss her. And mm-hmm. like, everybody yeah, was yeah. for her defense. Yes, and, like, yes. there were people that were arguing because the way right. she acts and shows up and dresses. That, that was, warrants. like, welcomed. Well, I don't think it warrants that. I'm going to mm-hmm. say that right there. But... You know, you can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. And then here you are, not even uh, two months later. Mm-hmm. Where was she, Paris? No, London. London. Mm-hmm. Acting a complete fool. Yeah. I thought that was just so, it was it tasteless. Was, yeah, it was. Yeah. So I think a conversation that I'd like to continue um, just around, you know, having a platform, right? And when you have a platform, when many people don't have that same type of platform, how do you make sure that you capitalize versus like pillage it? Because mm-hmm. I think as as we see more people of color becoming more successful in this yeah. world, like there's an opportunity for us to climb and, you know, to lift and well, like, what do they say? To climb and lift at the same time. So you're climbing, ascending, and you're bringing people along. And that type of behavior in my mind is not about bringing people along, yeah. right? It's keeping keeping us at the bottom of the mountain child. So I think it's about where you're from too. And again, but when you do reach a certain level or status, I think you do have to reinvent mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. evolve, do mm-hmm. things differently. But it's the same with this little sexy red chick. I don't even know. Oh, but God. you know gross. The vulgarity in that song. You know the song yes, I'm talking I do. about? Yes. I'm just like, whenever it comes on in my Spotify, I don't know why it just keeps popping up in my Spotify because I'm listening <laughs> to like Beyonce or something like that. Then her song would just kind of come on and I'm like Fast forward, because this is stupid. It, yeah. Like, why even? It just... Why? I don't, I don't get it. Me okay. Either, but I think it's a good conversation to have. Yeah. We're going to TBD to be continued, yeah. for sure. Um, but thank you all for yeah. indulging in the conversation. Um, follow us on Champagne Wives Podcast on Insta, Champagne Wives Podcast on YouTube. Keep running up those episodes. Loving those views. Um, and you can email us at champagnewives at gmail.com. So we'll see y'all next week. Same time, same place. Bye, Bye y'all.